You're listening to the Butterfly Effect Podcast, episode number 26. Today I'm sitting back down with my husband Curtis for an update show. A lot of things have happened in the last few months and we finally had a minute to sit down and chat about them all. The Butterfly Effect Podcast is brought to you by The Sweat Effect. If you like receiving discounts while supporting the podcast, visit thesweateffect.com slash podcast to see all of the podcast supporters and save money on everything from protein bars to skincare while you're at it. This is the Butterfly Effect Podcast, and I'm Ashlyn Newlove, tackling everything from fitness, nutrition, business, life, ice cream cones, and everything else in between to help inspire people to make one change that causes their ripple effect. Welcome to episode number 26. So for those of you who don't know me, I'm a fitness and nutrition coach helping people have fun, keep fit, and reach their goals while they're at it with my online program, The Sweat Effect. Back in January, I brought on a very special guest to talk all things health and fitness, and it was my most popular episode yet. People loved getting an up-close and in-depth glimpse of our lives as my husband Curtis and I went into detail about our history, our weight loss journeys, and so many things in between. Since then, we have traveled abroad, made two big moves across two provinces, and bought a site house unseen, all while during a pandemic. And since then, we figured it was time for our update show. Welcome back to the show, Curtis. Thank you for having me back for what is my fourth sit down with you, seeing how the last two didn't go so well. Um, yeah, we had some technical difficulties on two episodes, but this one is going so far so good as long as nothing dies on us. But my Facebook memory today was you actually recording the last podcast with me. So that was one year ago today hmm. that we actually recorded that podcast. And it was, it was the most popular episode that we ever had. People were messaging me and they, the most popular comment was that, they also loved CrossFit and Caesars like you do. <laughs> that makes me very happy. I do love a good CrossFit and Caesar. Okay, let's kind of pick up where we left off. So the last time you came on the show, we were gearing up for our trip to Thailand and we were talking kind of what we thought 2020 was going to look like. But obviously, things weren't exactly as we planned out. We did make it to Thailand, though. We did make it to Thailand. And one of the things that we said in the last podcast is that we were going to move to BC. And we did. Um, so I don't know if people who listen to me don't follow me on social media at all and maybe don't even know that. But um, we set our goals for 2020. And one of those was to move to BC. And we are in BC. We are living in Vancouver Island right now. We did achieve that goal, yes. It wasn't without some trials and tribulations and a worldwide pandemic that happened in between. Well, actually, now that I think about it, that was a very interesting race against the pandemic we had coming home from Thailand, too. When yeah. I was sitting in the airport in Shanghai, like 10 hours from Wuhan, when the, when the whole thing was breaking out. Yes. Yeah, so when COVID was first... Um, and I mean, COVID was in the world for a few months before that. But when the official outbreak happened, we were actually in Asia. I thought it was just internet panic. Yeah. Just one of those things that people 
should ignore. Yeah. And I was staying in Thailand for a week longer with our travel buddies and Curtis was coming home. And <laughs> we, my flight was actually scheduled to go through, um, was I going through China? Where was I yeah, going? Yeah, you were supposed to go through Shanghai too. And then I rerouted you through Taiwan yep. instead. Yes. Which probably wasn't, didn't change anything in the end. No. Um, and it like, I had this crazy travel day on the way home, but I was receiving messages from people while we were over there being like, oh my God, are you so nervous to be like traveling through uh, China? And I was like, it's fine. I'm not worried at all. And I mean, fast forward, you know, eight or nine months, and it was actually definitely something we maybe could have been a little more concerned about. You were more concerned than I was. You did reroute all my flights. Um, when I flew into the States, it was like the CDC was in the airport. I got um, pulled to the side with a bunch of other people that were like I was going through. I came through Shanghai. They were coming through China, so they put us all in one area anyways. I mean, if there was ever a time for me to catch COVID, it was probably definitely in that moment. Um, but they were like, oh, you were just in Taiwan? Head on through. We don't even need to check your temperature, lady. Get mm-hmm. on your flight. So that was how the traveling went on my side. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't even get thanked for trying to help you avoid uh, some sort of quarantine camp in China of some sort that (laughs) I thought potentially could start happening. I had no idea what was going on at the time. It was just absolute pandemonium when I got back. Yeah. And see, it wasn't like that in Thailand at all. So that's why I definitely thought that you were being a little over the top when you were rerouting flights and spending an extra bunch of money to do so. I was like, "Eh, I'm fine. I will make it home fine. But yeah, things were different back in Canada that I didn't realize. Mm -hmm. So... That was how we kicked off 2020. Um, We got back and it was kind of like there was lots of talk of pandemic, but everything was still open and running as usual. Um, For the well, that was the start of February, mid-February when we got back. And then it was only like three weeks before. Yeah, but then we went skiing in Montana. Oh, yes. it, It wasn't that big of a deal yet. It was kind of, but it wasn't really. And then, and then when we got home from skiing, it was, that was when the lockdown happened. And that was when, like, when we got home from skiing, we had just listed our, we were just listed our house. We were selling it on our own. And, uh, so it wasn't full lockdown yet. We got it listed and we had tons of people coming in looking at it. And then like two weeks after that, that's when full lockdown happened. And then nobody was coming to look at our house. So our plans for selling our house and moving to BC, we definitely did not think were happening. And that was when full-on quarantine was happening. Um, I I would say like two months of that. You worked from home a bit, which was fun and weird because you never work from home. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, we made TikTok videos. (laughs) You made TikTok videos. You helped me make some TikTok videos. Yes. I was forced to help make TikTok videos. You guys, I had one go viral the other day. It was was the craziest thing. It was just like a CrossFit video. I'm so proud of it. She keeps telling me how exciting this is. And (laughs) I definitely don't know how exciting it is. It only took me like nine months before I actually made an impact on TikTok. So yeah, we started doing that. Um, 
and we really dialed into our health and fitness goals during quarantine. So there was like, it seemed like there was two spectrums of people. It was the people who were like, fuck it, I'm gonna make bread and get all fat and sassy. Or there were the other people who were like, you know what, this is a really good time. I don't have any other distractions or events or anything going on. Like I'm going to really dig into my health and nutrition. And I don't mind that there's home workouts instead of the gyms being open. And then, you know, there was like kind of two strains of people I found. Well, our, our life didn't really change though. We were at a bit of an advantage than most people because we already had like a full gym set up and nothing really changed. Yeah. Which was the topic of the last podcast that I did with you that didn't record properly twice. <laughs> oh yeah. We were talking about quarantine fitness yes. and how our lives didn't really change during the the pandemic when it came to like the gym shutting down we literally lived life as usual um being stuck in at a frozen lake in the middle of nowhere in saskatchewan really helps with that there's you know you get used to not seeing people that often and uh yeah it's actually quite amazing moving out here because uh, in Koshin there was only one restaurant open in the winter time was there even one? I don't even know if there was one. The, light, get... the Lighthouse restaurant, I think, was open for a bit, and then they closed it for a bit, and then it was back open again. Anyway. You get some Chester Fried Chicken at the gas station. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there was really no restaurants, or even if everything was shut down, it didn't really change yeah. life a whole lot. No, I still... I did launch my clothing line, though, during the pandemic also. Um, so I made a lot of trips to the post office. I saw the lady that worked at the post office quite often. She was my, like, one human contact while we were out there. So, um, yeah, we got home from skiing. Pandemic went into full lockdown. But also at this time, like, I'd already started ordering clothes and designing stuff. And I was like all set to, you know, start doing like pop-up shops and shows and booths at different like local co CrossFit competitions. You were supposed to go compete at Can West Games in the spring and then all that got shut down. So I kind of had to like switch gears and opened an online store that went way better than I expected. Um, and then, yeah, you kind of had a couple of weeks where you had to work from home. So you were home more for like two months of it. Mm -hmm. But then things started to loosen up a little bit and we started to get more showings on our house. And I'm pretty sure you had had it written off that we weren't going anywhere. Well, it started off with the one really low ball offer. And I think that they had said because of the current circumstance, nobody was going to be able to sell a house and then I said, well, no, if that's the case, then we're not going anywhere. And then all of a sudden, the real estate market went red hot everywhere. And I think it still is. It's still red hot in, in Saskatchewan. Out here in on Vancouver Island, it's like hard to find a place. Yeah, I was actually just I saw a story of one of the realtors in Saskatoon. Like they're writing still so many offers. That was like, I don't know, May. It started to like really mm -hmm. light up and then it's still on fire. And it's, yeah. We're going into January now, so which is awesome for yeah. for those people. Um, it was not an awesome circumstance to have to be buying a house in for us. No, I put a little bit of pressure on the situation, but that's okay. I think it worked out all right in the end. 
So we finally got an offer in, was it June? That yes. we accepted? Yeah. And um, it was actually from somebody that we knew, a client, an old client of mine. So that was awesome. And they wanted to move in, you know, mid-July. So we had just over a month to like get our shit together pack it up, sold some things. We sold our furniture with the house. So we basically packed up clothes and gym equipment into a trailer. We had to buy an enclosed trailer and we settled on moving to Airdrie. <laughs> and I think people are always like, why did you go to Airdrie? Um, it was close to Calgary and Curtis has a flight for work out of Calgary that he can just hop on from there. So it was a really easy commute. But we needed to find a rental that like had a fenced-in yard and allowed dogs. The we did the best that we could in that situation. You found a, it wasn't an awesome house <laughs> by any means. It was okay for a short-term <laughs> rental that was fully furnished and yep. month-to-month lease. Yep. That accepted uh, two dogs and a mini moose. I think it worked out okay. Yeah, there aren't a lot of people who are like super jazzed when you're like, hey, can we bring our Great Dane puppy to your rental? Um, But we found one. So yeah, we got to make some friends around the Calgary area and you had a super sweet commute to work for a little bit Mm -hmm. because we were there for two months, I believe. Yeah. Two months. Yeah, just over two months. I think... Like January, or sorry, July, was it 15th until October 1st? Yeah. And then shortly after we moved there, we got a call from our realtor um, here on Vancouver Island that a property on an acreage was coming for sale. He heard about it from someone in his office, but he knew it was going to go multiple offers. Um, so if we wanted to see it, he was going to FaceTime me. Curtis didn't even, wasn't even home for the FaceTime. He was at work. So the realtor kind of took me around the property via FaceTime. Um, and we saw photos and we decided to write an offer. And out of, I think, five or five offers, ours was accepted. Um, then we had a little bit of like shuffling to do to figure out um, like what we were going to do for it needs it need, it needs a little bit of work like we we want to make some improvements to it so we were like right down to the wire on condition removal day before we actually like pulled the plug and like committed to it but we sent our friends to come look our friends that lived on the island because like it was just it was too hard we don't we don't really know a whole bunch of people in Airdrie so we had no one to leave the dogs with Curtis was at work so we bought it sight unseen, sent our friends to come look at it. They gave us the A-OK. Last minute flights were like $1,200 or $1,500 round trip too. Yeah. So in order to come see it, I think I had calculated if we were going to get somebody to watch the dogs, it was going to be like $2,000. So yeah, to, we just went sight unseen. Which we, we just went sight unseen. I, I highly recommend. <laughs> it was good. Not very many people would probably do it, but... <laughs> It was it was kind of fun rolling up here for the first time and yeah oh there's no going back at this point it's already signed sealed and delivered yeah so our possession date was September thirtieth I drove out here the fourth to make it for that day and Curtis was a day behind me because he had to meet with the landlord and do the final walkthrough of our rental and yeah I rolled up here I had a an ND mattress in the Jeep with me and I had um, our puppy Bella and our small dog Kiefer with me. Curtis had Gracie with him and he was pulling our boat out here 
And yeah, I came out here, met the realtor and opened up the Endy mattress and slept on it on the floor that night. So <laughs> Curtis got here the next afternoon off the ferry and that was it. And we had a lot more work to do than we, like I anticipated. Like there was, oh man, I thought like moving to Airdrie was like a breeze. But then when we got here and we didn't have any furniture or anything, that took a little bit more. Well, the place in Airdrie was already furnished. We just <laughs> took out a couple necessities. I know, but I was, yeah, it's been like, so we've been here not quite three months. Um, we're coming up on the, the three month mark here in a couple of days. And uh, I will not lie. Those first couple months were like, they were a lot of work. Uh, Curtis was here for the first three weeks because you took a week of holidays and we got a ton of stuff done, but we're still working away at things. Yes. Like. There's there's no end right now, but uh, got some more vacation coming up this winter <laughs> so we can keep chipping away at some of these things. So it's on an acreage and there is, yeah, we have a landscaping company here now. Like there was like an old rotten garden that was all fenced in that needed to be torn down. A fence needed to be built for the dogs. Uh, coincidentally, Bella went into heat nice and early at 11 months old. So we're, <laughs> we need to get that fence finished. Uh, they're just in the process of getting it finished up and then, and then we'll be safe from other dogs for her. But man, it just is like one thing after another. And <laughs> I don't know, we need to do some renovating on the inside. Uh, don't get me wrong. The house is great. Well, that's more of a nice to have renovation. Yeah. It's not really necessary and it's not like it's terribly uh, in terrible condition. No, the house isn't in terrible condition, but it's it, just not ideal colors and whatnot they have in here. Like that, our ensuite bathroom, the floor in it looks like the flooring for a motorcycle garage. Well, it's, it's like it's checkered. <laughs> that's what I always think of when I see it. The well, bathrooms need to be redone. It needs to be painted. Like They redid some of the places and the bathrooms need to be redone. It's like they gave some of it a facelift, but not all of it. So it'd be nice to have everything kind of all the same vintage instead of some early 90s and some mid 2000s. Yeah. And just opening up the yard and getting that ready for... Um, we switched gears. We were going to like build an Airbnb, but then things went all haywire with the RM here and our permits. So we're tiny house in it now. We're shopping around for tiny houses and I just can't seem to find one that I like. So Air also a hot commodity right now. They are a hot commodity. I feel like because housing is a hot commodity around here, it's like nobody can, can't seem to get their hands on a reasonably priced house. But yeah. I'm gonna, I gotta figure something out there because I, there was quite a few on the market and now there is not as many and there are some odd setups, but that's the plan for 2021 is to get that um, tiny house Airbnb going sometime and when all the flights and stuff are, when people can travel and leave their province and it's, it's all non-essential travel right now and yeah, we actually went to the mainland to look at one and then they sold it on us before we got there. So we'd already taken the ferry over and so that kind of sucked. But, you know, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Um, so that's kind of on the bucket list. When I got out here, we finished setting up our garage gym and it looks awesome. And I started doing some small group classes, but because of the COVID regulations, 
that also came to a halt. So then we shifted gears into um, personal training because you can personal train. So I do have some ladies that come for personal personal training sessions. Um, still running my eight week uh, transformation programs and yeah, clothing. And I the clothing is is I just had a big it's Boxing Week sale right now. Like sending out a bunch of orders there, so that's good. And I think that's kind of, and you're just still battling back and forth with flights because you haven't had as much good luck with that as we kind of hoped when we came out here. Well, I kind of expected it, but yeah, they just canceled my flights just based on, I think, booking. And then, so a few days I've I've had pretty short weeks because uh, I've come home very late and then had to go back a day early lately. And then I come here and I try to get caught up on as many things as I can and then go away for the week. Yeah. So then it ends up being like, you're gone for what? Eight days and uh, the last couple of weeks, I've only been home for five days, five days. Yeah. But it looks like it's clearing up a little bit in January. And then uh, I got some vacation and then hopefully around March, things are starting to ease back to normal. I'm really hoping with some of the vaccinations that are happening right now that there is a little bit looser of guidelines. Maybe we'll get to see some friends. Um, We do have friends that live out here and we do spend, we go on hikes, socially distanced hikes with them. But, you know, we don't do that all the time. I maybe see them, you know, once a month or once every few weeks, not as often as I would like. But I mean, it really... It helps when you've got things to do and you have friends that you can't see. So you get really effective at getting your work done. But that was kind of the whole thing. Like I was so excited to get out here and back into, you know, regular society and around my friends all the time again. Because I was really missing that uh, in Kosh and always working out by ourselves. And um, when Curtis would go to work, I could spend like four or five days without seeing another human. It's definitely not like that here. I mean, we see people in town and at the stores and, you know, where you can go, um, restaurants and whatnot. So it's not like I'm isolated, but it would be nice to see our friends again, for sure. I always appreciate, we do lots of hikes. I'm a hiker now. We went on like a 12K hike. <laughs> Oh my God, we were so tired the next day. <laughs> yeah, that was almost worse than a CrossFit competition. <laughs> it was crazy. I could like barely move the next day. I was sore and... Yeah, and it rained the whole time. We were soaked. Right, but right while down. you were soaked, you weren't wearing proper Well, no, gear. because I sweat and then <laughs> I get soaked from the inside, which is the same thing. <laughs> my hands were soaked, but I have since bought some waterproof gloves and my feet were pretty wet by the end, but Yeah, it's just so hard to know how to how to dress around here because if you dress too warm and you start out, then you sweat a bunch. But you can't dress too cold either because yesterday or I guess on the weekend we went on that hike, we got to the top and it was well, it was what, seven degrees at the bottom and then you get to the top and there's a good foot of snow falling up there. Yeah. It, and it was windy. And it was windy. Um, It was like you were, it was like two different worlds we'd entered. It was like, yeah, <laughs> we were back in Saskatchewan yeah, at the top. Like, <laughs> like we started on the island and we <laughs> ventured to Saskatchewan and then back again. And then at the bottom, you're sweating again. But yeah, I don't know if there is a perfect, because I mean, 
everybody out here complains about the rain. And I just think the temperature is so nice that I don't even think it's that bad. Oh, yeah. Like yesterday, it was, what, eight degrees and sunny and it was drying things up. I mean, it does rain here a lot, but I find that rain's a little bit more convenient to deal with than snow all the time. Well, I think it's it's not as much the snow. Well, yeah, it was. We did. So we got a dump of snow um, one night. At least I wasn't here for that. Curtis wasn't here. The snow here, they call it like mashed potatoes. Like it's thick and it breaks the trees. So when the trees break, they fall on the power lines. And then we were without power for 12 hours. Um, I actually lit the, we have a wood fireplace here. So I even lit that. But it's not even cold enough that it, like, I was hot. Like, I was literally, like, my feet were on fire and I had it turned right down. But it's just, it's so different than Saskatchewan. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, that's awesome snow. It's like, you couldn't go skiing on it. Like, it's not like you would pull out your snowmobile and, like, go for a rip on it. It's like wet, heavy slush snow. And like once you step through it, the bottom was like all water underneath. So it might look nice for a day, but then the next day it was all like crunchy, frozen. And now finally, so that was about a week ago and it's finally gone. It was so heavy. It did a number on all the the trees and bushes and everything, like branches broken off everywhere. Yeah. All the trails are covered like big trees. It took down big, heavy trees and uh, yeah, it like, it wrecked quite a bit of things around here. So when people are like, oh, the snow, that's awesome. It's it's so nice to see it. It's like, well, actually wrecked a bunch of stuff. So, and... Well, it what, made it like Christmas. It, it did make it like Christmas, except for, you know... Otherwise, it feels like the middle of summer, only colder. Because <laughs> everything's so green right now. You said that the other day that it felt like a cool summer night. I was like, I don't know where you spend your summers. It's not that warm. Well, I mean, August long in Saskatchewan lately has been like five degrees <laughs> in the evening, it seems. That's true. That's true. And that is what it can get down. Like I, people are like, ooh, it's a different kind of cold there. Because I was trying to sell my, not, I did sell my Canada goose winter jacket and I offered it, you know, on social media first. So I was like, I don't need a thousand dollar rated for minus 30 weather, you know, winter coat. And some people were messaging me on Instagram being like, oh no, you'll want to keep that. It's a different kind of cold. If I had kept that coat, I would have been dying out here. <laughs> like it's, I don't find it that cold. Like all of our Saskatchewan friends roll around in like fall jackets or like a sweater they love it out here and then i feel like the people who are from here think it's just so much colder than it is but we've been enjoying it so that like we did have different plans for when we got here but with covid it kind of you know stalled all that stuff which is okay i mean it slowed us down for a bit um well we got to do a little touring too but not a lot before they shut everything right down. Yeah, like still on the bucket list. We still want to go to Tofino. Um, I don't know. What's your? Do you have a bucket list place on the island that you want to see? Mm, I would even be happy just to see more of what's around us here because we did go to a few places. Yeah, the like, Marydale Cidery, which was really good. Yeah, the Unsworth Vineyard. <laughs> yeah, that was also good. <laughs> that was a fun day. Uh, um, what was that nice restaurant on 
Shawnigan that we went to on the lake there. Yeah, there is a really cool restaurant in Shawnigan. I can't even remember the name of it, but we're so excited for the summer to like put our boat in and then you can just pull up to the dock outside the restaurant and the food there was so good. Um, we checked out the trestle bridge at Shawnigan, which is like a crazy, crazy build. Um, and yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to see just around here. I just, I'm kind of excited to see what summertime's like. Hopefully things are a little bit more open by that point, but still there's no shortage of things to see around here. Yeah. And when we got out here, because we did talk in the last podcast, I think that, the goal would be to maybe one day open a gym. When we got out here, we started looking at commercial properties, but there was nothing that suited our needs because, you know, we needed like a sizable space, but mainly with tall enough ceilings and, you know, in a spot where you could kind of make a little bit of noise with some clang and bang and some music and, you know, people shouting and things like that. And we just couldn't find anything. But I sent a lady a message who has a gym space and was like, Hey, you know, if you're ever thinking about getting out of the business, I would take over your lease. And then they they said they would think about it, but then the real COVID restrictions came into place and um, there's no group classes allowed right now. Like I said, only personal training, or you can have like open gym time. So now isn't the time for us to be opening a gym anyways. And so, well, it wouldn't be a very good business move by any means. <laughs> no, we definitely don't need to be paying thousands of dollars in rent somewhere and not have any members. So that's on hold. And I mean, we still keep looking for, you know, see what's out there. And they're slowly trickling in more spaces. I mean, it's sad, too, because that means there's some businesses out there that are really struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen it, like, even in our little community. I don't think we even said where we lived. We said we moved to Vancouver Island. We moved to Cowichan Bay. Um, and there's this like cute little village here. Uh, it's so like so many little restaurants. Um, they have the sea lions here for, they were, they're gone now, but they were here for like two months. They're so, they're funny. They're loud and they're stinky. And, um, if you live near the village, people seem to hate them. Well, they're very, <laughs> very, very loud. And they sunk some people's boats. Um, yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> like, we've learned so many things since we've gotten here. We ain't in Kansas anymore. So, yeah, like, the village is adorable. And I'm so excited for someday when we have an Airbnb because people are going to be able to go and check it out. But the restaurants in town are super good. Mm-hmm. But... They had to go into like seasonal shutdowns because of COVID restrictions and, you know, just not being able to have as many people in their restaurants, which was sad. Yeah, because there's, I don't know, what, maybe six to ten down there. Oh, I would say, yeah, at least a dozen restaurants down there. And we went to a couple of them, but I would like to go to all of them. Yeah. And they each have like a different view of the marina and... Yeah, different views of like the boats and like the float homes. So apparently, like I've learned so many weird things uh, like that I never thought of before. So apparently there's only like a handful of places that you can have a float home and Couch and Bay is one of them. And they are amazing. I think they would be such a cool place to have like as a vacation rental. If I had my way, I'd probably live in one. It would be cool if we didn't have dogs. The parking isn't great, though. That would be the only frustrating thing. 
Yeah. Because you got to park on the street and it's a very narrow street. It is tight down there. But those float homes are super cool. Yeah, they built them really nice too. They did. They did a really good job. So it's so neat to go down there. We've been down on the docks, like bought um, fresh shrimp. We like there's a, a little business in Campbell River that does fresh like fish and seafood deliveries. We've had that done. Like our neighbor sent us over a salmon that was caught this summer. And it's just it seems like such a whole different world. I'm part of some Facebook groups. And the one day somebody commented like, I think that there's whales in the bay and like, yeah, was, there's a whale watch tour down there. There's a whale watch tour, but one day somebody posted in the Facebook group, like there's a whale in the bay. Like, oh, really? And so I was supposed to be going and meeting, um, my friend Braden in Ladysmith for a hike. And I was like, sorry, I have to go down to the bay and see if I can see this whale. Like, what is this life? <laughs> it's so, I was like, if I saw, you know, some deer run across our yard in Koshin. Oh, no, we had horses in Koshin that are feral horses that would stop yeah. in our yard sometimes. <laughs> well, we have the, the deer, too, that jump the fence here sometime and graze around the backyard, too. Yeah, we, we don't see a lot of wildlife in our yard, though. Deer. There was um, a bear that one time. That was before we got here, though. The neighbor saw a bear in the yard. No, in Koshin. Oh, we did have a bear in our yard in Goshen that one Except time. for we were on the deck having drinks and nobody even noticed it, except for <laughs> everybody was screaming and we weren't sure what the commotion was about. There's just a bear running down the creek. Yeah, that did happen. There was a bear up in our yard here in BC last year. They said they saw it, hmm. but we haven't, we haven't spotted anything like that yet. Um, we haven't spotted like any crazy wildlife i think an eagle had its eye on kefir one day when we were walking there's a lot of eagles around here yeah a lot of eagles um the trumpeter swans came in so that was cool and then the sea lions which everybody seems to hate and i thought that they were just the funniest things ever well we're far enough away where we wouldn't have to listen to them all night long our house is three kilometers from the bay and sometimes if it was a quiet night, you could hear them barking from three kilometers away. So <laughs> yeah, like loud, like yeah. they were in the yard. Yeah, they were loud. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than like some of our plans with our Airbnb and like opening a gym kind of being on hold, everything else kind of played out. Curtis's dad. So we have a suite in our house and Curtis's dad, he also got rid of his belongings, packed up a little U-Haul, and he moved into our suite here. So that's also nice. Um, I'm not going to lie. I like having him here when Curtis is gone. It's just so nice to have, even though he's got his own place and everything, it's just so nice to have somebody, you know, here as well. And uh, it's just different. It's so different than our life in Saskatchewan. So it's going to be interesting when we can kind of see all the sights and Summertime, I think, is going to be neat. And having our friends come and visit from Saskatchewan, that is going to be neat. I know, like, my parents wanted to come visit. and If it's legal. if it, Yeah, if the guidelines are ever lifted. Um, my dad's still doing his chemo treatments back in Saskatchewan, so he's he wouldn't be traveling anyways just with his immune system and whatnot. But, I mean, we're hoping for 2021 just for everything to kind of start opening up a bit and you know just be on the verge of getting back to normal i know that's a big 
It could be another year from now. I really feel like there's not going to be any, you know, concerts or sporting events or big group gatherings like that, that you're going to be able to go to. But even just being able to see your friends or like have a friend over into your house, we can't even do that right now. I can't even like have people over for supper or anything. Um, so our friends haven't even really seen our house since we got furniture into it. Um, there definitely wasn't a housewarming party. Yeah, I do. Yeah, like I said, occasionally see them. You see them less because you're here less. And, but it was definitely, it was a good, it was a good move. We are enjoying things here a lot. And um, I think people think that it is totally wild. that We just like seemingly all of a sudden listed our house for sale, sold it, got rid of our belongings and just like packed up and moved. I mean, I don't know. For us, it doesn't seem like it's that odd. Well, for me, I don't know. What did you think? No, I didn't think it was a big deal. (laughs) It's just a major pain in the ass, but... Well, moving anywhere is a pain in the ass. Yeah, and then I said we were going to get movers, and then we most definitely did not get movers. But that was because we got rid of most of our stuff. Yeah, but even that trailer was jammed full and took like three days to unload it. It's true. It, it, Curtis and I did most of it ourselves the last day. Um, our friends came and helped us with the last little bit of it. Which was much appreciated. Yeah, it was very appreciated. But it was a lot of work <laughs> getting that thing unloaded. Um, the gym equipment was quite heavy. And our, oh, we had, so how we got it, like Curtis, like I said, pulled the boat out here. And he had a friend from work who lives, is from Couch and Bay, bring our trailer full of stuff. He's got a big truck, so he was able to haul it through the mountains. Yeah. His one ton made it through the mountains probably better than my half ton would have. Yeah. And it was, that was an amazing... That was also a lifesaver. Yeah. And I very much appreciate that too. <laughs> but we bought that trailer in Saskatchewan, got it out here, unloaded it, sold it out here. It's already gone. Um, so that was another thing off the list. And then officially becoming BC residents, that took, it only actually took one day, but we were dreading it, getting our plates and our driver's license and our health card and all that switched over. But it was pretty seamless. And I also, this is, people say this all the time, like, oh, it's so much more expensive to get your like car insurance in BC. And it actually wasn't that much more. I think I pay like 15 or $20 more a month. Um, What did you say? How much is yours? Well, I still think it equates to 20% more, which is a substantial number. I mean, when you break it down like that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, on the surface, it seems like it's relatively fine, but I think it does add up by the end. I know, but for my Jeep, I thought I was going to be paying two to $300 a month for my license plates and insurance. And back in Saskatchewan, I think I paid around 140 but keep in mind, I got in an accident a couple of years ago, so I lost some points there. <laughs> so, but it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Um, I, I was nervous about it. So I think I pay $160 a month here. It's not that bad. People talked it up really. Like you get to transfer over points from your Saskatchewan license and mm-hmm. it was fine. Yeah. So it was okay. I still don't understand how it works, but it's fine. Yeah, I also... I think I have the insurance that I need and I'm paying a little bit more, but kind of still in the same ballpark. Yeah, so that was fine. We got that taken care of. Um, Yeah, 
we're officially, we were also nervous because in BC, if they thought people were traveling, sometimes people would like vandalize your vehicle. So we thought like we wanted to get our plates transferred over right away because we didn't want people to think that we were from Saskatchewan and vacationing here and have somebody like slash your tires or key your car. And when she says we, she means her. You weren't nervous about that? No, not really. Oh, I was. <laughs> I think it only happens mainly at like the the tourist towns, like the ski hills and whatnot. Well, it's a pretty, we live in a pretty tourist area. Not like our, our acreage is a bit away from it, but in the village and stuff, that's a, that's a touristy spot. Yeah. Maybe less this time of year, but. Yeah, probably. We were talking to people and they said that like the campgrounds and everything is full. Everybody who would normally be a snowbird, like in the States, you know, got trailers and stuff like that out here and completely filled up all of the, the trailer. They're not trailer parks. The campgrounds? campgrounds no but the fellow i was talking to uh said that the the actual trailer parks are renting out space to people with water and sewer just because there's no campground space left oh so like where you would park a mobile home you mean yes yeah and they're renting it out to people with like rvs yeah it's crazy around here like um so it is sad that you know businesses local businesses are having a tough time Um, but there are still people, you know, living out here as, you know, longer term tourists that will be spending money and supporting those businesses too. So, I mean, silver lining, right? Not everything is going to be awesome during a time like this, but if we say it's shit, it's going to be shit. If you think of it as having a bit of a silver lining or, you know, a positive attitude or trying to get through this the best that we can, then that is going to be the best way to get through this. Mm-hmm. I read a quote because people were saying like, we're all in the same boat. Um, so be kind to others. And they were like, no, we're not in the same boat. We're in the same storm, but everybody is most definitely in their own boat dealing with their own issues. And the bottom line is be kind anyways. Um, like I, it definitely was a different Christmas, but people still got all bent out of shape as they do every Christmas. There was still stories of people freaking out of people at the grocery store and stuff like that. And, you know, it was a weird, different time this year with people not being able to be with their family. So I don't see what the point in that is. I don't see what anybody gained by flipping out on somebody at the grocery store. It's just... Not, not what we're used to anyways. But yeah, I think that's kind of the, the recap of 2020. We traveled a bit at the beginning and moved to Airdrie and then moved to the island. And now we're kind of doing the same things as we did in Saskatchewan, but you've got a flight to take to get to work and... I do some personal training um, included with the rest of the stuff that I do. So, yeah, pretty fortunate that, uh, you know, got to keep my same job and everything. So, mm-hmm. so that's good. Yeah, we nothing really, for that. really changed for me on that front. And yes, I am grateful for that. Uh, and yeah, just excited to see, regardless of uh, things open back up again, what this place is like in summer, because there's all types of adventures that we can still go on 
Yeah. All new things that can be explored. <laughs> I guess I talked about Bella, but we got a COVID puppy. That was our, that was what we did during COVID that was different. We well, got a puppy. You got a, you got a puppy, I guess. <laughs> I brought home a puppy. Yes, that is true. Curtis was at work. I brought home a great teen puppy, but who does she like more anyways? Well, of course she likes me more. <laughs> so, that's because like, I'm the cool one. No, that's because you're fun guy. You're not the person who's here all the time having to give her shit. She's actually really good. She's a really good puppy. She, you know, isn't, isn't bad. <laughs> also, like we went down a bit of a Tiger King rabbit hole while we were in quarantine. So whenever Bella is misbehaving which like i said her misbehaving is like not like when gracie was a puppy holy she was crazy we call we call bella carol baskins when she's we say she's being a baskins when she's being bad that was tiger king i mean if there was anything good that came out of quarantine it was definitely tiger king (laughs) that was probably most people's highlight and it still probably is yeah it was those best part of 2020. No, I'm just kidding. Best part of 2020. We did. We still conquered our goals. We didn't sit back and take it in the teeth. We still pushed forward. We still did the things that we wanted to get done. They just took, we took a different route of getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought that we were going to be out here for the summertime. We didn't get out here until, like I said, October 1st, essentially. So yeah, things took a little bit longer. We didn't expect to be living in Airdrie, but we got to go train at um, our coach's gym in Calgary. It was like 20 minutes from our house. So even though we didn't have our garage gym set up, we got to go there and that was nice to be working out with other people. We're back just working out Curtis and I in the garage again, and then me by myself. And Curtis gets to take a dumbbell into his room at camp right now because that's where the restrictions are at you you get to sign out is do you get a pair of dumbbells or just one you can sign out a pair oh you can sign out a pair yeah and you can use them in your camp room as long as you're not throwing them around on the floor um do they is the max still 45 pounds that they'll let you take 40 oh it's only 40 now it was only 40 ever oh okay i thought yeah yeah, i thought it was 40 i think it's just the safety thing carrying around dumbbells around camp up and down because i'm on the third floor Oh, so they don't think you're strong enough to farm or carry them. Well, you know, you drop them on the stairs or something like that. And they roll down the stairs. I suppose. You never know. Okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Different times right now. So, I mean, cheers to 2021 looking a little bit more normal. I think. I think that's a good. I don't know if I'd go there yet. I've got high hopes for it. High hopes, you guys. Um, yeah. And so that is our, that's our 2020 update show. Things got real different, but, uh, they still followed the path that we kind of wanted. And I think I'll just say that I'll be cautiously optimistic about 2021. Cautiously optimistic? Yes. Okay. We won't roll into it all guns a blazing. We'll wait for it to. I'm positive about it. You know me. I always like to try and think the best about things. So I'm excited about it. 2021. Here we go. This is fine. <laughs> yeah, if you've seen the meme with the the dog, the cartoon dog sitting in the house with everything on fire around, around it saying, it's fine. Everything is fine. That was 2020. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. Well, I hope you guys liked our update show and uh, I promise that I am going to get some more podcasts out. Like I said, it was just a weird and crazy time these last few months. The last one that I recorded was when we were in Airdrie and yeah, we literally, this is the first time we got to sit down and do this one. So stay tuned for some more in 2021 and I hope you guys have a fantastic start to your year. Head over to my Instagram page at sweat underscore effect for all of my insights, experiences, and daily doses of goodness. Until next time, keep on having fun and keeping fit.